Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill and brought to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm live here from the Chessick Practice Center today, and I'm joined by NIU wide receiver Muhammad Torre, as well as NIU linebacker, the rover, right? Rover positions, your exact position, Jaden Dolphin. Uh, Muhammad, we'll start with you. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good. And Jaden, for you, how are you doing today? You guys had a pretty intense practice I yeah, heard earlier. Yeah, I'm feeling real good. Who would you guys say won the practice? Was it defense? Because I got I got one on each side. Who won the practice? I think definitely I offense. Defense. No, offense <laughs> definitely. <laughs> a couple big plays for the offense and yeah. a couple deep balls. Yeah, a lot of them. There we go. So, Jaden, for you, uh, one play in specific comes to mind, obviously, when hearing your name. So yeah. take us through that, that crazy pick six. And, of course, that was the, the rain delay game. Yeah. I was trying to get back, and I, like, hear the stadium roar, and I'm like, I just missed something. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so um, it was a little weird. I've never really had a delay that long. Yeah. So once we had the delay, you know, we just went to the locker room, tried to stay locked in. It was a little hard, but – we ended up getting back out, and then as soon as we got back out, the rest is history. Yeah. And then, Muhammad, for you, on the offensive side of the ball, you were here last year. You played with Ross, obviously. What's it like playing with a new quarterback, and what do you think Rocky brings to this offense? I think, number one, he brings the leadership part of it, uh, just keeping us together as a team and keeping us motivated weeks in and out. And um, I don't know. I mean, he we're still, you know, building the, the, the chemistry. Mm-hmm. But I think we're getting there. And then week in and week out, we always hear about the running backs, this running back, new running back this week, new running back that week. What's a guy that's on the maybe the compete team or a younger receiver that you've kind of had an eye on that you think when they get their shot will make a big impact? Uh, definitely Isaiah Braggs, okay. um, Trey, and um, Tyler Buckner. Tyler Buckner, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. And then, Jaden, for you, you, you used to play, was it safety or cornerback, yeah, right? Safety. So what's the position change been like for you? And then has there, you know, I asked Dylan Thomas the same thing because he made the same switch. Has there been any coaches or players that have helped you a lot during that transition? Uh, yeah, it was a little hard at first. It was a little rough. But once I got really with the rhythm of it, it helped me understand the whole defense and how the whole defense works, like, with each, with each, uh, with each player. Yeah. As before, I just kind of knew only my position. Now I'm really seeing how the whole picture fits together. And then as a former defensive back, do you feel that gives you, like, an advantage over, like, hey, we're oh, going to yeah. try and put it over his head? It's like, dude, I used to play. I think beauty. that gives me a, a big advantage. Um, a lot of times, a lot of teams we play in the MAC, they try to air it out on it, especially with the running backs. Yeah. And I feel like I have, a, I have a good advantage being able to cover them. Absolutely. And then, Muhammad, for you, you talked a little bit during the press conference about, you know, your blocking. For the Husky fans that don't know what type of player you are, describe, like, the blocking aspect of it, the receiving aspect. Because you had a huge catch against Toledo, that one, and was it, a, I would say, like an out route, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one you took for, like, 20 yards. Just yeah. describe to the fans, like, what type of player and what things to expect from you for this season. I mean, you, you can expect, um, number one, um, I'll do whatever. I'm the player that'll do whatever it takes to win. And um, I just think as a receiver, I'm probably the most physical yeah. and the most uh, best, like, frame, I would say. And like, yeah. big body. And I think, uh, you know, being that I have that position and that I just feel like I need to do that in order to open it up for the running backs. But Turn uh, a 50-50 ball into yeah, a 20 yeah, yeah, ball yeah. type guy. Yeah, yeah so, I mean – Fans can expect a lot of number one big blocks and a lot of big plays for me when my number is called. I'm going to keep an eye out. I'm going to keep a pancake watch this definitely, weekend for definitely. you, bro. I'm excited. And then, Jaden, for you, 
Uh, for the fans that aren't familiar with your game, can you kind of just describe what to expect for, for the rest of the season here? Uh, yeah, I'm looking to be real physical, get in the pass game a lot, get some PBUs, some picks, give me a uh, – Possibly another pick six. Another pick six would be nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's like the coolest play in all of sports is a yeah, pick six. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was. And, uh, you know, it really just helps the defense with momentum as well. Brings our all the spirits up, brings the energy up, and that's that's how we like to play. Absolutely. And then, Muhammad, for you, receiver is like a marquee position. There's been so many great receivers that have played in the NFL and in the college level. Do you have a receiver that you kind of model your game after or maybe grew up idolizing? Um, I'll probably go with like Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, that's a perfect. He only has like what he has like ten career drops in sixteen yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, so you won't like, really see me drop the ball too much. Okay, and I think I, I just bring that physicality to the game. And then, and then Jaden, for you, uh, switch positions. So it could be a safety, it could be a linebacker, but and also too, I would say like we're really seeing the death of like the traditional linebacker, a lot more linebackers like you that have both abilities to be really good in the pass and really good in the run. Do you have maybe even a hybrid player that you grew up kind of? Yeah, actually, uh, I don't really tell many people this, but part of the reason I wear 26 is because of Sean Taylor at the U. Bro, that was my yeah. favorite player growing yeah. up. Absolutely. If you know, you know. Yeah. So, all right, so we'll ask a controversial question. Thoughts on this weekend, the overall like, they kind of rushed the ceremony, I guess, and then yeah. Jackson Mahomes was kind of clown, clowning too. I did saw, I did see that. That's the only part I didn't really like about it. I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Yeah, me but too. I, at the same time, I did see some other stuff. I saw Chase Young with the face mask. Yeah, he had the yeah. the little Sean Taylor. So like, I thought it was, it was cool that they could uh, recognize him like that years after. You know, it would have been crazy if they beat the Chiefs because the yeah. Chiefs have been on a terrible Big run. Time. Muhammad, for you, uh, do you have, like, a favorite NFL team or do you just follow players? Um, I mean, I should be a Giants fan because I'm from Jersey, but yeah. I don't really have like, a, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know, but I kind of just watch games. Just a fan of the yeah, game. Yeah, I'm just a fan of the game. Probably got some, you know, receivers that I'm a fan of, like, you know, Odell, obviously. Yeah, uh, I hope he, he got hurt again yesterday, didn't he? Or was it last um, week? Probably, I believe so. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries. That's yeah. tough to see. Yeah. Yeah. Just be thankful you're not a Bears fan like me. And that's going to be my next question for Jaden because I know you're from Displ you're from Displain. So yeah. are you a Bears fan or did oh, you yeah. did you opt out? Bear down all the way. Okay. So I was uh, talking a little mess with JJ and Nolan um, oh, yeah. from the Twitter account at Backfire. <laughs> but uh, other than that, just a couple more questions. So you guys are both young. You still have a couple of years left here as a Husky. Do you have, uh, Jaden, for you, do you have, like, three goals that you want to accomplish before you, you leave here? Uh, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I want to win a MAC championship. Okay. I also want to win a bowl game. Okay. I think that will be really fun to celebrate with my teammates. We worked really hard to be able to get in positions like that. And then a third goal for me would probably be all MAC. No, oh, Mac player. Yeah. Those are good. And then Muhammad, for you, uh, you have is it two or three years left? Uh, three. Three. So before you leave here, what would you like to accomplish? Like your top three goals? My top three goals. I mean, I'll start off with the team goals. I mean, I, I would want to win a Mac champ for the rest of the years being here. Um, also, it'd be fun to you know go to bowl games and have experience. Uh, but uh, personal goals, I would like to be an All Mac player and. I mean, 
That's pretty mm-hmm. much it. And then one final one for each of you. Do you have like a favorite moment so far from this season? Like one moment that sticks out to you that's like this was the best moment so far this season? Um, I would definitely say Georgia Tech was definitely a great moment because I mean, I don't know, that was, that was a big win for us. It was a, it was a long season yeah. last year, and too, it's like you guys were competitive in a lot of games, but I think, like, the biggest difference between this team and last year's team is you guys find ways to win those one-possession games, which you can visibly see as, like, a fan or someone that covers yeah. the team, the growth and maturity. So it's been a lot of fun to see you yeah, guys grow. And then, Jaden, for you, uh, we'll exclude the pick six because that was just <laughs> yeah. an electric factory. But do you have, like, a favorite team moment so far from this season? Um, I probably had to agree with Mo, say Georgia Tech. That was uh, – it was really special to me and the team, I think, because – I don't know, but for me, it was the first win I had. First college win, yeah. Yeah, so it was just really special to see all our hard work be able to pay off at a big stage like that. All right, I'm afraid I have one final one. You guys are two and one on the road, so you guys get to celebrate in the opposing team locker rooms. Yeah, I know yeah. Coach Juni turns it up real nice. What's it like, <laughs> like knowing that those walls are probably thin and you guys are having the time of your life after – Every win has been junkyard oh, so yeah. far. Uh, I mean, it feels good. It feels good to know that you really earn those wins mm-hmm. and that the hard work from the week and then the whole year could just pay off. And then, Muhammad, for you, uh, what's it been like, like post-game being able to celebrate these wins given, you know, last year went the way it went? I mean, last year I would say, you know, I haven't had a grocery party in a long time in a locker room, throwing the water all around. So, yeah, and those moments are really exciting, you know, just to, you know, Think about the moments of all the hard work we did yeah. during the week, all summer, and just to be able to enjoy after a win at somebody else's stadium is pretty – it's a cool feeling. I think those are perfect points. And when I talked with uh, Evan Buss, I think one of the most important quotes that I've grabbed from this entire season from all the players that I've talked to is at the end of the day, you got to remember to have fun. And yeah. you guys are having a lot of fun this year. You're yes. winning football games and you're playing great ball. Real quick, before we wrap up, can you just let our listeners know where they can follow you at on social media? Um, you can – Follow me on Instagram at Muhammad underscore Ture8. And uh, it's the same username on Twitter. For Twitter. So, and then, yeah. Jaden, for you, uh, your social media. Sorry, let's just give you a follow. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jaden.Dolphin. Snap as well. And the Twitter is JDDolphin. And we don't have a girlfriend, right? So No, no, no. Okay, no. I didn't want to get you in trouble with no, the snap. No. I've, I've had that that, <laughs> that happen before where it's like someone gave out their snap, and I'm like, yo, ladies, be cool. Like, don't. <laughs> All right, so you heard it from, from both the men themselves. They'll be out there at Central Michigan coming away, hopefully with a victory this weekend. But, Jaden and Muhammad, I really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, best of luck out there this weekend. Appreciate it. Perfect. All right, everyone, thank you for tuning in to the interview portion of the show. On today's interview portion of the show, we were joined by NIU Rover linebacker Jaden Dolphin, as well as NIU receiver Mohamed Toure. Right now, uh, we're going to be getting into the Central Michigan game this week, and this was a, a tricky game last year. Central Michigan ended up beating us 40-10. to 10. Uh, It was a thrashing by all accounts, and a game that is behind us, but... Central Michigan brings back a lot of those same players. Their quarterback, Daniel Richardson, uh, they have Khalil Pimpleton still. I know we talked about him a lot last year on the show. He's a real explosive receiver. They have Lou Nichols back at running back. And then in the receiver room to complement Khalil Pimpleton, they also bring back Dallas Dixon. So they have a lot of quality players on their offense, a lot of quality players on their defense. They come into this matchup four and three. Their losses, though, 
only once in the MAC against Miami of Ohio, which is kind of a surprise. Miami's not great this year. And then they lost to Missouri only by 10. And they were, if I remember that game correctly, they were in that game almost till the end of it. Missouri's not the best team in the SEC, obviously, but anytime you go up MAC against the SEC and it's a 10 point game and you're, you're pretty much in it all the way through. I think they had some leads in that game. Good showing for them. And then they got thrashed by LSU 49 to 21, but they're two and one in Mac play. Obviously we're three, and zero. we come into this game in first place in the Mac West. And as I said last week, and as it's been said on this show with everything on the table and from everything that I heard today in the press conference between coach hammock and the players that were in there today, uh, it was a really good atmosphere. Coach talked a lot about the offense trying to be more balanced. Uh, he said, and this was, this is like, you know how they have the, uh, what's it called? Like the court writer, the writer who's sitting there with the, with the typewriter, or with the laptop or whatever, trying to get everything that's said. That's me like trying to, to type everything as fast as it said to me, but coach hammock, pretty much said we want to be balanced and then in the game of football if you have the chance to get the lead and extend the lead you want to be able to do that the way the passing game looked today in practice he said he was looking forward to a more balanced attack and then he said if someone stops the run we know how to react and we trust our passing game and he also talked a lot about how how good of football rocky has been playing in the offense and how he's been able to lead them and now we're five and two so I think even though I've called for it like every week, just like 25 pass attempts, I know that's a very low amount. And obviously there's like a gray area because you don't want to be passing it like 40, 50 times a game. Like it's cool to run it 40, 50 times a game. You're usually going to win those games because at the end of the game, some of those carries come running the clock out and, and such, but you know, running and passing need to be equally balanced in the offense and passing the ball 50 times a game on the reverse end of the spectrum would be too predictable. It would leave Rocky susceptible to a lot more hits, which is something they've talked about a lot is protecting Rocky as well as interceptions and fumbles and just madness. Cause you know, you're throwing the ball in the air, but yeah, I would expect a pretty balanced, like is as balanced of an attack that you've seen from the Huskies this season, this week, uh, Ontario Brown will be playing. He was listed on the two deep death chart, Jay Ducker as well. And then obviously don't forget about our guy, the super back Clint Rakovich, but I would like to see, I'm going to set like parameters. I'd like to see, five different people maybe no we'll say i'd like to see six different people catch pass this week i'd like to see from the offense i think even though it's like week eight and i've been asking for it like all season it hasn't been warranted clint and coach hammock made great points on that during the press conference today uh this week it wasn't warranted this past week but you want to be able to get that stuff in and you want to be able to showcase the quarterback that we brought from Michigan State who's made the best of his opportunities when given to him. And I think that this week is going to be a week where we're going to need – we're just going to flat out need more from the passing game. And you obviously can't get that with eight at times. So I think this is the week that we we finally break the 25 pass attempt threshold. I think that obviously we're still going to get – 
what we want in the running game. We have been able to get what we want in the running game, regardless of who's running the football all season long. But this is an important game against a team that has the ability, regardless of how good our defense has played, to put up 30 or 40 points. And if they're going to put up 30 or 40 points, the way we've been playing is not conducive to a winning game plan against a team that's scoring 30 or 40 points. Obviously, we shorten the game. We like to control the time of possession and take the air out of the ball. But this could be – I'm just going to say this is going to be a put-your-seatbelt game on. This is going to be a wire-to-wire game, something, you know, maybe in the 30s for both teams. Like, as good as our defense has been playing and as, as talented as their defense has played, this is one of those something's-got-to-give games. And I think – that both offenses are poised for a big day. From what I've seen, I like looked up the area that Central Michigan is in. I don't believe it's going to be a terrible weather game. It's just going to be chilly. It's going to be like 56 or whatever. So the ball will probably be a little bit, a little bit stiffer, a little bit harder than normal. But I think this is the perfect game to see like 450 total yards of offense or 400 yards of offense and it to be as close to 200 and 200 or 60, 40 that we've seen all season. And like I said, and like they've stated throughout the week, and even as early as last week's press conference after the game, they really need to find more of a balance attack and they are in, they need to find more of a balance attack and that they are in progress of, executing that I guess you would say obviously they're not going to be like hey in in the press conference be like hey we're going to throw 30 times this week can you stop us like they don't go over game plan and stuff like that most stuff is kept close to the vest but from what I've seen and from what I've heard especially with the way the players talked about how practice was and how the passing segments of the practice went this is that week that we've all been clamoring and craving to see from this offense. Um, Defensively, the job is simple. You have to take care of their running game. They said that first, that was like the first thing they said in the press conference was take care of their running game, make them beat us with their arm. And they do have a good quarterback in Daniel Richardson. He did some great things against us last year. And then obviously anytime you have like three marquee playmakers in the Mac in Nichols, Dixon and Pimpleton, all with the ability to, to take it the distance anytime they touch the football. Tackling is going to have to be at a premium this week. We're going to have to wrap up gang tackle. And to be honest, like this is a game that we're going to probably need some turnovers. I don't think that this game is one by one touchdown on either side, regardless of who wins this game. Like I think this is a game that could be one of those, like who has the last, who has the last possession wins or, or anything, you know, anything down to the wire. I don't think this is going to be one of those games that either team runs away with convincingly. Obviously, if we do, I'm not going to complain, but we're in the heart of the match and schedule. We're at that time of the year. And if you look at the stretch of games that we have coming up, we have Central Michigan on the 23rd, which is this Saturday. We have a little mini bye week with the match and no Saturday game, and then they play against Kent State November 3rd at Kent State. They also play Ball State at home on November 10th. They play at Buffalo on November 17th. And then we wrap up back here at home, Western Michigan, senior night, 
hopefully with a Mac Mac West championship already locked up or an opportunity to go through to the Mac West championship with a win against Western Michigan. So we'll see how it all plays out. There's still a lot of football left to be played, but three and zero in conference play with everything in front of us. So yeah, this week, on the docket, most important game of the season, obviously, as the, the mantra of this team has become to go 1-0 each week. And they've done that for the last four weeks after the ugliest game of the season, perhaps. You know, well, not perhaps. After the ugliest game of the season by far. And, you know, maybe they were right. Maybe they were allowed to see or maybe they were able to see some things that they weren't able to see during that Michigan game going up against a better opponent, but whatever it was, the team snapped out of it and have been on a very impressive run with the four game winning streak. And they look to make it five this week. The game will kick off at 11 AM. And as usual on Saturdays, four away games, get out to fatties for the away game, watch party, drinks, breakfast, lunch, dinner games at like 11. It's at a weird time called brunch. It won't be Linner, but it'll be brunch. And yeah, make sure that if you're in the area, it's always a good spot to take in the game. And for those of you that have made it to our live shows throughout the season, I cannot appreciate the support enough. Uh, we look forward to hopefully getting back out there for two more shows. Uh, if there is a MAC championship appearance, and then obviously with one more win, our Huskies secure bowl eligibility It'd be nice to see them get more than just six wins, but no matter what, they need to get one more. We got one more show for sure. But on the offensive side of the ball, going into this game, I'm doubling down. I went with it last week. I'm going with it again. It's my guy, our quarterback, Rocky Lombardi. I almost feel like uh, like when you make a bet and the and the and the like starting pitcher is is pulled, the bet's void. My prediction is void because we did not pass it enough times for my prediction to go true. Eight passes, unless you're passing for like 80 yards, a pass is not going to equal 300 yards. So with this week, I'm going to, I'm going to tone it down, obviously, just given how our offense is. I'd like to see 25 pass attempts from Rocky and I'd like to see 17 of those 25 completed if possible. If we get to the 25 threshold, I'm not going to adjust my prediction. You'll just hear me whine about how he didn't throw it enough on Saturday, if that's the case, but 25 pass attempts, at least 17 completions, at least 200 yards and two touchdowns, all passing. And I think with the way they've been really talking up the balanced attacks since the end of the game on Saturday, I mean, I know they don't usually like to tip their hat too much, but I think this is it. This is finally the week that we really get to see what this offense is as a whole offense because we've seen great things from the past. We've seen great things from the run, but we've never seen it all in sync in one game. This is an offense that has no excuse to not be scoring like 30, 40 points a game. Like they have the weapons to do it, but – we've been able to win games in different ways and we haven't had to run up the score or get into any shootouts, but I think this week's going to be a shootout. And I think we're going to need a good game from the gunslinger. Obviously the running game and the offensive line have taken care of what they've need to take care of all season long. So those are a given. I want to see the trust that this team that I want to see the trust that the coaching staff has in Rocky this week to go out and make plays 
And I want to see Rocky make the plays we all know he's he's capable of making and that he's made on smaller sample sizes throughout the season. On the defensive side of the ball, this is an important game for the front seven. For my defensive key player of the game, I think it's going to be Lance DeVoe this week. Uh, Lance DeVoe is one, one of the things that I really haven't talked about enough about Lance DeVoe is Lance DeVoe is like an old school linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Because like, as we talked about on the, on the show earlier with Jaden, the new wave linebackers are, are a lot of times like converted DBs. And Lance is like, he fits the mold. He has the size. He has the speed. He has the hip power. He has it up top. He knows what he's doing out there. He makes all the, you know, the right plays and the right moves in, in plays that you need to, you know, use your mental because football, although it is 90% physical, you still need to, to be, you still need to have that mental aspect unlocked and, and having him as the captain and like the quarterback of that defense, especially in a game like this against a team that can hurt you with, with a very balanced attack with a quality quarterback with quality playmakers in the backfield and in the receiver room, we're going to need another like 10 tackle performance from Lance and maybe we'll get turned on. Maybe we'll get a little fumble or fumble recovery from Lance this week, but big game from Lance DeVoe. Big game from Rocky, offense and defense. Those are my key players. And then on special teams, I'm getting greedy. This is a game that I think that they'll let Trayvon return as many kicks as he wants, or as, as long as it's not a a touchback, I guess you would say. And with that being said, I'm not going to guarantee a Trayvon Rudolph kick return for a touchdown, but – he is going to play a big part in field position and setting the offense up in a better position than if they were to just stay on the 25. So expect a big day from the kick returns from Trayvon Rudolph. I hope that they're a lot, you know, I hope that they're able to get him more opportunities and the ball isn't kicked through the back of the end zone, or he's not told to, to fair catch it because the kid is an absolute electric factory and it's almost, it's just a free play. As long as he doesn't fumble, it's literally just a free play. And I would trust Trayvon to get past the 25 nine times out of 10, given the circumstances of how talented he is. And he was an All-American last year. For my score prediction, um, obviously, you know, we're reporters. We don't, we don't do bias or anything like that. But when you come to my score prediction, you know it's about as biased as it gets. We're going to, you know, we give you the key players on the offense and the defense and special teams and we give you the score that's most likely to be the score if we win. And I think, like, even though I said we're, we haven't seen what this team looks like in a shootout, I think this is, good. this is a very good measuring stick game. I think that we come away with this one 31-28. to 28. And instead of it being a John Richardson game-winning field goal, I'm going to go – for my bold, bold prediction of the episode, we're going to be down 28-24 late in the game, and Rocky is going to connect with Tyrese Ritchie for a late touchdown to win the game. Very bold, but that's what we're here for. We're here for the crazy predictions. We're here for uh, the crazy takes and and all the interviews and fun stuff in between. But like I said, 31-28 to Huskies. My key players will be Rocky Lombardi, Lance DeVoe and Trayvon Rudolph on special teams. And like I said, don't forget to get out two fatties for the away game watch party on Saturday at 11 a.m. 
And don't forget that this game's on early. We're on ESPNU this week. I believe that channel is available on Hulu, but I don't know if it is if you just have regular ESPN+. Plus. So try and find a, a way ahead of time to make sure that you'll be able to watch the game. But with that being said, uh, we do thank, obviously earlier in the episode, thank Jaden Dolphin and Mohamed Toure for taking time to join the show, talk a little bit about themselves and a little bit about this week's matchup. And then obviously we thank all the listeners for tuning into this week's show and for coming out to all the live shows at Fatty's Pub and Grill. This season has been a lot of fun. It's been very rewarding seeing the guys play as well as they have. And let's keep this momentum rolling. Let's find a way to go 6-2 and two heading into Kent State. But I got nothing else for you guys. Stay tuned. We'll be back with you post-game, after the game, on Saturday. And go Yeah. I got drinks on living left. In the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks on living left. In the kitchen whipping magic. Bad bitch, bad habits. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. The, they took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.